You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Dominoes. So the last time I was at this podcast with Ayaz Memon, Gujarat had 29 runs to defend and they still somehow lost the match. Today they had only 13 runs to chase in the last 12 deliveries with 7 wickets in hand and they still managed to take the game to the penalty made delivery. Now I don't know whether Gujarat and me we share some history or not but I ask this is what we love about this competition right it just keeps producing the goods yeah. I mean it's one of the strange turn of events isn't it it just seemed that Gujarat would coast to a win in this match because Punjab had made a very inadequate score after a very strong power play 52 runs of the first six overs to finish with 153 was really a tepid batting performance by Punjab and one thought that Gujarat strong batting would perhaps reach this target with a couple of overs to spare but as has been the trend over the last 4 5 6 days maybe all these matches are going not just into the final over they are going almost to the last delivery today it finished on the second last delivery but even so it just became an edge of the seat finish once again in the climax uh, yeah i mean when you look back at the scorecard you might feel that the, the win was fairly easy for gujarat but it wasn't and i think they made it a little difficult for themselves because well as you know punjab bowled and some of them bowled really well uh, you know sam karan for instance i thought that but gujarat's approach was a little maybe conservative or maybe a little you know theek hai little complacent little casual saying we'll we'll win this match and perhaps they didn't step on the accelerator early enough now let me take you quickly through the game So in match 18 which was played at the IS Bindra Stadium in Mohali Gujarat took on Punjab Punjab were asked to bat first and they scored 153 runs Matthew Short was the top scorer for them with 36 runs and in response Gujarat got over the line in only the second last delivery of the game the star of the show once again was Shubman Gill with a fantastic half century but before we reach Shubman Gill we'll talk about Gujarat's bowlers now all of their five bowlers picked up wickets but the star of the show was mohit sharma so as we'll obviously discuss his wickets but do you know today's date 13th april is special to him no i don't really tell me why was it special this is special because today marks the 10th anniversary of his debut in this tournament oh i see okay so he's really captured captured with a memorable performance and remember also he's been out of the of the league for about what two years three years now I think the last match he played was in 2025 if I'm not mistaken and then he's he's made a comeback and he's made a very strong comeback Absolutely so what did you make of his bowling performance Look he's always been when when he was playing even for CSK amongst other franchises that he's played played for when he's played for for, for the Chennai team he was always a very reliable bowler to go to so there was a time when he also got an India cap he graduated to the India ranks he had he had pace and he had control and he used to be even then you know very renowned for his bowling in the death overs he's got the ability to swing and seam the ball and he hits the he hits the length the right length consistently those are his virtues and what we saw in this match was that he hasn't lost any of those so while he's made a comeback after a few years he's come back well prepared mohit sharma absolutely and let's talk about punjab's batting as well uh, quite a few flaws but we'll talk about the bright aspect matthew shot 36 runs in 24 deliveries in only his second game uh, let's not forget he's yet to play any international cricket what did you like the most about what you saw from shot 
Look, I think you know one of the things is this this league puts a lot of pressure on people who never played here or never played at this level earlier. Uh, so he, while he has played, you know, T Twenty leagues across the world, I think he's also done well in the BBL. But to perform in this league takes a little effort because it's a, the profile is very high and the pressure is then correspondingly higher. I thought he was very good with the way he, you know he he is a good improviser, but he's also got some very conventional orthodox strokes which he executes extremely well. I think he's a guy to watch out for because he also bowls a bit, and as you know that most coveted players in this in this league and you know T Twenty cricket generally are all rounders. Now at the opposite end of the spectrum were Bhanuka Rajapaksa and Jitesh Sharma. Both of them did score runs, but very very slowly. Just the forty-five runs between them in forty-nine deliveries. So this is a bit weird, right? It is actually. Uh, you know, I mean, when you know what the nature of the, this format actually, if you know, is, a dot ball is anathema. It's actually, it 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 just makes no sense. And if you're making, if you take consuming so many deliveries, what you're doing is not only are you not adding to the score, but you're putting enormous pressure on the batsman to follow. So I thought that you know they got bogged down. but that's something that that needs to be sorted out immediately rather than much later so if you're getting bogged down for 6 7 8 overs actually it's a very big disservice to the team and i'm surprised because rajapaksa is such a natural free flowing batsman uh, in in more, at most times so why he got bogged down today is something that i find a little difficult to understand tell you who didn't get bogged down that shubman gill of course yet another half century and Now Shubman Gill is not a revelation he has scored over 400 runs in all of the last 3 seasons but this time around it seems he has taken his game to a very next level as what do you think has changed in his game is it something about the temperament the technique now like what's the secret behind this impeccable consistency i think it's maturity and ambition you know as he, we all knew he was a very talented player when he was playing under 19 cricket for india he was part of the world cup winning team and then while the promise was always evident the big scores weren't coming he would get a wonderful 25 28 cameo knocks which you know pleased was pleasing to watch but was not adding too much to either his credentials or the team score now that seems to have changed and that's to do with maturity and also growing ambition and the pressure of competition let's not forget that today places in the indian team are at a premium there are two three four batsmen our players vying for each spot in the batting order so for shubman gill to ensure that he has a place in the team whether it's in test cricket odis or t20 he has to make those big scores and that's what he's doing now and then you know success leads to more success so i think he's really enjoying himself now and batting marvelously shubman gill batted marvelously right from the very beginning because the bowlers with the new ball couldn't trouble him tell you what nathan ellis had he played he might have troubled shubman gill Nathan Ellis started the tournament with two brilliant games, had one off day, and he was just taken out of the team. How do you see this? Well, there's only a limit, you not know, to the number of foreigners or overseas players that you can play. And if they got Rabada, and then somebody had to sit sit out, and they chose to put Nathan Ellis out. Now, Nathan Ellis is a T20 specialist, so in that sense, yes. Uh, it was harsh on him. But if the if the choice is between Rabada and Nathan Ellis, then actually there's no choice. But then again, I ask, like, if the choice is between Rabada and Nathan Ellis, why not play both of them and bench one of your two overseas batters? Well, that's a chance. That's that's something that you can do. But you you still need a full quorum of bowlers, you know. Otherwise, you're going to struggle. Then you have to get your part timers into bowl, and that might not necessarily pay off. I mean, for argument's sake, Shahrukh Khan can also bowl. 
but would you on a plump pitch like this would you trust him with the ball very difficult to say so you know very very difficult to believe that any coach or captain would go for that option so yeah i mean i think what what we'll see during the season as it winds uh, you know goes along is that to for workload management or for for reasons of form or, or you know depending on the opposition there'll be a sharing of responsibilities between ls and rabada as we go ahead though i think first choice would be rabada first choice could be rabada of course and punjab they need to get it right two consecutive defeats for them remind you they started well last season as well but then got derailed midway through the season uh, a new captain for them in shikhar dhawan but the same host from the past yeah i mean look shikhar dhawan you can't fault him too much he's been making runs in this match he didn't make too many but otherwise he's been their most consistent perhaps their best player of course uh he hasn't got much support from his team they pulled off a couple of wins uh one was because of the uh, of rain or the duckworth lewis uh, system the other was a well deserved win but i think that he needs you know somebody like a rabada coming in could perhaps be the change that punjab needs because you need somebody of his caliber and his experience his rich experience to start producing match winning performances they got in young ashdeep a fine bowler who's also picking up wickets every time he gets the ball especially at the start of the inning so and they need some runs apart from shikhar dhawan himself they need some runs through the batting lineup which they again they've been struggling to do that of course and they let's not forget they nearly pulled off a victory had it not been for rahul tevatia now gujarat have done a very interesting thing with rahul tevatia they have turned him into a proper finisher who doesn't bowl at all what do you make of his particular role in the team he has now won his team two games and this is just the start of the season i mean look he's a what in, in hindi there's a word is called harfan mola which means obviously simply translated is an all-rounder but somebody who can do the you know expectedly unexpected from him but in his case in rahul tevatia's case now you've come to expect that he'll come out there seven eight deliveries remaining and he'll win a match for you for them or whichever team he plays for he can pick up wickets when he's allowed or given the ball to bowl he bowls leg spin and he's a brilliant fielder so he's an absolutely you know important and integral part of this gujarat team he was very crucial in their win last season and he i think going ahead will start playing more and more roles like this is he's not batting high up in the order so he's not going to get those 50 60 deliveries to bat unless there's a top order collapse and if he has i think they're using him as a finisher very wisely because he's got no inhibition he just plays without any concern in this not malaysia concern i don't mean it negatively i just mean he's just got such an uncluttered approach and that seems to pay dividends to him lastly we'll talk about tomorrow's game kolkata versus hyderabad two teams who won their respective last matches and who will be going into this game with a positive mindset what do you make of this i think it will be a very interesting match you know i mean kolkata can make it three in a row if they do that then they'll become front runners in the in the in the table and hyderabad they've got some catching up to do but in the previous game which they won they showed that they are settling down the team didn't look as disjointed as it did in the earlier games i think in idol markram coming in they've got a captain who's now obviously everybody is now responding to his leadership he's also getting some runs i thought mayank markande was was absolutely superb in you know picking up four wickets in the earlier game they've got adil rashid i think they need somebody like a harry brooks to succeed he's a brilliant young batsman as we know but he has to make an impact very early you know it's already been a few matches he's, he hasn't done anything of note if he gets going they've got marco hansen and you know some of the other players they've got umran malik so i mean it's it's a good team it's settling in 
and it's not something that kolkata or it's not it's not a unit that kolkata should take lightly at all absolutely and as this tournament has been producing there are no easy games at all we'll be back again tomorrow ayas like always thank you for your time thanks atan see you tomorrow that was today's episode of the t20 podcast with ayas memon in association with dominos this is a quint original podcast executive produced by shelly walia and ritu kapoor This episode was hosted by Shubhaditya Bose, produced and edited by Pratik Lidho, Anjali Palod and Kriti Bhai. And a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Mamun. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.